What's up, VC family? It's your host, Don Shea Bates, and I am back with another podcast episode on today. It's Monday, so you know what time it is. That's right, VC family. It's time for Man of Monday. So come on in the room and let's jump right in. What's up, VC? I am back and I am excited for you all to join me here on today. I am just spending time with the Holy Spirit, okay? I want to um, begin to open up you know, open up my life a little more to you all. I want you all to begin to learn me on different levels, okay? So if you catch certain podcasts and they seem a little more intimate um, as far as personal life and relationship, I want you to really know that it's because I love you all and I want you all to feel like, you know, um, that you can relate to the things that I've been through because all of us have been through a lot of things and I believe that that is why the Lord has directed us to each other because we can be, um, you know, each other's helpers. And when I say helpers, I mean by really expressing and bold confessing the things that we've experienced in life and go through, you know, um, life. It's not easy, you know, but we're making it through. And the things that we experience in life, you know, life, life has a way of trying to keep you bound. Um, you know, unclean spirits have a way of trying to shut you up. You know, um, pride and things like that have you in situations where you're walking past the people, places, or things that you're really in need of. And when I say really in need of, I just see it like, you know, like um, our Lord Jesus Christ. Like he's just sitting on the side of the sidewalk, you know, his sandals on, a sackcloth. Is that what they wore back in the day? I hope I'm not calling the Lord cheap because um, we know he probably was definitely walking around in Versace. But what I'm saying is, you know, in a sackcloth, uh, you know, gown or whatever you want to call it. And um, the sandals, I just see him like sitting on the sidewalk and people are running to and fro up and down the street looking for that next thing, you know, looking for that next high moment of excitement, looking for the next best thing. And really it's like, if you only knew with uh, what our Lord Jesus has for you, if you only would pick up the word and read it, if you would only treat others right, if you would only turn from your wicked ways and humble yourself, if you would only, you know, serve the Lord and do the things that he has called us to do, if you would only take a moment to step off that road that you're on and go over to the sidewalk where um, the Lord is sitting, you know, and and just decide to grab his hand and become in partnership with us as the Lord. How much greater, glory be to God, would your life be? Um, How much, you know, respect and reverence would you truly give to the Lord? And it just saddens me, you know, just to be able to sit here and think like, wow, there was a time that we all were in a world before we chose Christ. There was a time that we walk right past the help that we needed, right past the healing that we needed, right past our very Savior, right past the word of the Lord, you know? And I'm just sitting and I'm just thinking about how many lost souls are out there, right? How many people may have been offended in life, wrong done um, by people Uh, with the titles of, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm an evangelist, you know, I'm all of these many things, you know, all of these titles being thrown at them, you know, and they've, and they've gotten offended and turned from the very place that they were supposed to be able to get help, 
right? And just thinking about that, it's just like, wow, you know, how could you pass up the Lord? But, you know, that's that's where it boils down to knowing where your help comes from. And that's what brings me to our word today, um, our word of encouragement on today, BC family, uh, from the book of Romans, chapter eight, verse uh, we're going to start at five and six. We'll actually stop at five and six. Um, and it reads, people who are ruled by their desires think only of themselves. Everyone is ruled. Everyone who is ruled, excuse me, by the Holy Spirit thinks about spiritual things. If our minds are ruled by our desires, we will die. But if our minds are ruled by the Spirit, we will have life and peace, right? So if we're being spirit-led, BC family, I want to express the importance, glory be to God, of being spirit-led, okay? When you're being led by the Spirit, that's going to draw you into that peace, right? When you have an option, you with your friends, you with your cousins, your family, whoever, and they're like, okay, we enjoyed the family reunion. Let's go turn up. Let's go get a bottle. Let's go smoke. Let's head to the club. These are real things that are happening out here. Let's go get on some dudes. Let's go get on some girls. Real life, right? You know, these things are being offered to you, but the spirit is like, go home. Just rest. Rest in me. You know, but the spirit is like, nah, you got to go to work tomorrow. Go ahead. Get your work clothes ready. Right? In, in doing those things, it's going to grant you peace, right? It's going to grant you life, life and life abundantly. It's not the job that you're going to clock into. It was about your heart posture and your obedience, right, BC family? But when we're ruled by our desires and, you know, only thinking about yourselves, only thinking like, yeah, you know, I deserve to go turn up, you know, yeah, I feel like, Things should be ran this way. Yeah, I feel like, you know, the way I see it is the right way because I, I don't see it any other way. You know, I really don't understand where this person coming from. And, you know, I'm in a position of authority, so I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to call a shot. I'm going to make the decision. And it is what it is. But we don't think about the people who are on our path that we could be impacting positively or negatively based off the decisions that we make. We don't think about, you know, how our decisions, one decision could change the trajectory of a bloodline, right? One decision. What stories would come after your yes? What stories are going to come after your no? You know, when your name is wrote down in the book of life, under your picture, is it going to say, you know, this person was spirit-led, and because of this decision, you know, the story that was told about this person was passed down to generation to generation. And they aspired to be like the Christ that this person, um, you know, was allowing to shine brighter than who they are. You know? Or are they going to say this person was selfish? You know, this person was self-seeking. This person was ruled or controlled or, you know, uh, dominated. By, the, by, their, by their flesh, by their own desires, right? We are called to be ruled by the Holy Spirit, glory be to God. We are, we are called to think about spiritual things, you know? 
And, and I remember in my past, I would be always trying to fit in with certain crowds that I know I had no business being around. And it was just like, I just knew I didn't fit in. Even when they tried to make me feel comfortable, I just didn't fit in because I seen right past all of the various things that were going on. You know, I see right past, you know, the girl who walks through the job, you know, trying to put her shoulders back with this fake confidence when it was like, you know, uh, it was really insecurity. Insecurity is loud, you know. I want to be seen. I got to be heard. They got to know who I am. No. You know, confidence is quiet. Insecurity is loud. And I would be around these people and it would just be like, mm-mm, that ain't it. You know what I mean? But how many people could you positively affect when you're not living in your best self, the best version of you? The best version of you is the greater he that is in you, okay? So, so, for instance, the young lady, you know, I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about that spirit. I want you to understand that if we're not being real here, then how could we positively affect someone? That's the problem now. A lot of places you go, everybody's scared to step on somebody's toes. They're scared to talk about situations that has happened amongst their family and friends and coworkers and all of these things. But this is the thing, BC family. We go through life experience to be able to share those things with people so that they can get free. It's in the calling out of the spirit that people can relate to that story. So people can become familiar, like, hey, I experienced that in my household. Hey, I've experienced that on the job. Hey, I experienced that when I go to the church house. My God. But if people are afraid to talk about those situations, what's the point of going through them? So your friends and family can only get saved? So you don't offend them? This is the thing. Who the sun set free is free indeed. So when you're walking with Christ and the people that you're experiencing um, these things and situations with, when they're walking with Christ, they got to know that they're going to come out on the other side of pride. Glory be to God. They're going to come out on the other side of insecurity. By way of calling out the spirit. Now, I'm not telling y'all to go around screaming people's names and putting their pictures up on soapboxes and, and light poles. I'm not saying that. But you cannot be afraid to talk about the situations because things are happening in the midst of family bloodlines. And because people are afraid to be bold and stand up and speak on the things that are happening in their very household. We have people that are not getting free. Right? So, uh, like I said, I'm not talking about the young lady, but just think of this. I really want to paint the picture for you all. Say you were new. You were new at this job. Young lady, beautiful, right? The spirit, just unclean, walking around, very cocky-like. Oh, you know, you got to have authority to talk to me. I, 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 I'm not the boss, but I'm the boss. You know, what they say, excuse my language, I'm the HBIC. That's, that's the term they use. I want to get realistic here. If this is not the channel for you, that's cool. You know, may God bless you. But I'm not going to withhold, you know, my realness from people who are really trying to get free. Okay? So you got this young lady walking around, or young man, whatever situation you're in, walking around the job, portraying to be cocky, and, and control the boss, you know, 
the best thing in there. And she very well may be very talented. But just think, if this sister or brother is a child of God and is is walking in the ways of Christ and she would sit there to impact somebody, it could be very intimidating to a new follower of Christ, to a believer of God, okay? Of the word, of, of him creating everything that he created, of this whole thing called life, right? And it could cost us a soul to the kingdom. Why? Because you have a person who's not completely healed yet in certain areas. And they're operating in their desires, the desire to be looked at a certain way, the desire to control the way that somebody sees them or perceives them, right? And in the word, we learn that if our minds are ruled by our desires, we will die. And I'm not talking, and I don't believe that the word is talking physically. I mean, it could very well be that as well. But what the Holy Spirit is speaking to me and through me at this time in regards to dying spiritually because of being ruled by the flesh, because of being ruled by our desires, means the thing that we are called to do. Okay, we are spirit beings in a flesh body. So if we are not operating in spirit, we are allowing pride and all of these things to consume us, right? So... If we're not doing the works of the Lord, the, the, what we're reaping is going to be the very same things that we're sowing. So it can further your insecurities. Okay? It could cause others to our kingdom. Meaning, these people could have very well been excited. They heard that you love the Lord. And because of the attitude and, 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 and because of, you know, your selfish ways of the way you want to be looked at or your desires and how you believe things should go. Because you chose that route. It could, it could cause souls to the kingdom. And, you know, in my study time, the Lord was just reminding me of a time where I can share with you all. Where he was reminding me of a time when I used to uh, customize clothes and shoes. And I remember when I was doing it, when I was in the world, right? And I remember not having a job at a point. And I was in survival mode and I knew that I was gifted and talented to make clothes. But in that time, I wasn't being spirit led. I was thinking about my desires and the things that I needed. And I knew what it took to get some money. I knew that I was gifted. And I'm like, if I could just make these clothes and sell this for a hundred or something dollars and sell this for that and do this for that. But really not caring about the quality of the things that I was producing. You know, I wonder how many people, how many souls that cost it, you know, you know, you're on Facebook having a form of godliness, talking about God, screaming about how God is good. People looking like I want to sow into a godly brand company. But the way that business was being handled at the time was not business like at all. It was survival mode. I just was looking for my next meal. I wanted to fit in, so I wanted the next best shoes, the next best clothes, right? That's what it looks like to be ruled by our desires, right? To the point of spiritual death. 
But if our minds, as the word says, glory be to God, if our minds are ruled by the spirit, we will have life and peace. Meaning when you go home at night after you made that sale, when you go home at night, you're going to have peace knowing that people aren't talking about you, knowing that people aren't bashing your business. Knowing that your family ain't talking about you. Knowing that when you call them, they're going to answer. Because you weren't being ruled by your flesh, ruled by your desires. Making decisions based off how you think things should have went or should go. Right? Glory be to God. And I don't know about y'all, but I desire life. And a life of peace. Amen. So it's important to make sure that the places and spaces and mindsets and all of these things that the Lord has granted us authority in, that we're not abusing them. That we're not just saying, because I have the key to this, I'm going to unlock the door. But instead being spirit led, like if I open that door right now. Fleas are going to come in. And those flies could affect the people that are in the room because they're allergic. Right? So it's okay to walk in your authority. It's okay to have desires. You know, he wants to give us the desires of our heart. But it is a process. This life is a journey. This walk with Christ is a journey. And it's we have to. I can't stress this enough. The Lord, the Holy Spirit, he cannot stress this, this enough through me. I just feel him pressing on that. Pride is not an option when walking with him. That is what surrenderance is requiring. You to drop your pride. That's what surrenderance is requiring. I'm going to say it again for you to drop your pride. You can't choose him and choose you. It's the Lord's ways or it's your ways. Okay? That's why here at BC, that's why he titled us boldly confess. You have to be bold enough to be bolder than most, to be the best version of yourself. If that means right now that you have some insecurity issues, own that. You know, yeah, I'm not too secure in that area. It don't feel good. I don't like the way I feel, but this is how I, where I am. I need help, Lord. Deliver me. Right? Because it could cost souls to the kingdom. And in this time, I'm just going to say it. It's like, if you're not about this walk, if you're not about this life, then stop putting his name. Stop using his title over your life, over your social media. Because people are looking and people never forget how they were treated by a child of God. And I'm not perfect. I'm not here to convict anybody. Who am I? I'm just another child of Christ being used by him. I'm here to deliver what he's saying. I've been through that before. I still go through it every day. Having to make sure that what I'm saying to others is what the Spirit is telling me to say. What I'm doing 
to and with others is what the spirit is calling me to do. He said his sheep know his voice. And that's another thing. Do not allow people around you to try to put conviction on you. For you know when you hear the Lord's voice. You know when your father is talking to you. He told you that. He said his sheep know his voice. So when you were called to do something, people may not understand. People may have felt that it could have been done a different way, a better way. But what the Lord told you to do is what you do. What they heard may be for them in another season, in another decision, in another choice. Okay? I can remember a time um, I was talking to a relative, a family member, glory be to God, and, you know, I'm not here to out anybody, but I'm not here to, to, to tiptoe around anybody either, right? I just remember I was talking to a family member, and the Lord had me call a spirit out, right? Had me confront the spirit about something that had been done and the person denied it but I knew what the Lord had told me and then after denying it they put it off on another person right and I remember it literally put me in a place where I thought I wasn't hearing from the Lord it it it, it, it made me question my purpose and when I say purpose purpose I mean the pro being the prophet that I am you know Imagine being a prophet in, 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 a, in a world like this. You're just walking up to people, telling them things that the Lord is sending you to tell them. And they wonder, like, where did that come from, you know? And it's so sad because the world looks at people like that as weird. But we are really heaven sent, you know? And I, I, I'm here to speak to the other prophets that are sitting on the sound of my voice. I pray for you and your confidence. Be confident and bold and knowing when you hear what the Lord says. And just because people deny what the Lord has called you to bring forth to them and say to them and speak to them. Just because they deny it does not mean that you false prophesied or that you didn't say the right words or that you're not hearing from the Lord. Because sometimes those spirits will try to hide. They'll, and it'll look like, no, I didn't say that. No, I, w I wouldn't do that. Oh, no, you're tripping. You're, you're confused. You're crazy. But you're not. So if the Lord called you to go forth and speak a message, say a word, don't tiptoe around those spirits. You say what needs to be said. You do what needs to be done. And you're going to have peace about it. Okay, BC family. So I just pray that that touched somebody and encouraged somebody because I've been there. I've been in that place of discouragement. I've been in that place where I felt like in a sunken place, like I didn't even want to prophesy anymore because of my reverence to the Lord, you know, I'm not saying I'm afraid of him, but I fear the Lord. I know what it comes with that, you know, with many gifts period, whatever your gift is. I know what comes with being on the bad end. And I want absolutely nothing to do with that. So when when you go forth and you give your word and somebody's denying the power thereof, denying the truth thereof, the thing that you speak, the work that you do, it can become discouraging. But I want you to stay confident. OK, and know that you are led by the Holy Spirit. Glory be to God.
Okay, and that's where your peace will come from. You'll be able to sleep at night and you won't be worrying about what people are thinking of you. You won't be going back trying to, uh, uh, you know, kiss behind. I mean, excuse my language, but that's what it is. Oh, oh, did I do something wrong? Oh, I apologize. We're not doing that anymore. No, you stand firm on what the Lord has told you. And if you have peace about that and you're sleeping well at night, that's all that matters. The Lord will bring those things back around those people. The Lord will change their hearts. He will reveal to them in secret. Right? Amen, BC family. So I just wanted to remind you, you know, to continue to live by the power of God's spirit. Be spirit led. Okay, don't let these desires that you have overtake you and push you into places that you don't want to be, which could lead to you being alone because you've offended people. Because of your old ways coming back out and people just not wanting to deal with those things, people don't want to be around those things. Life has a lot of horrible things to offer in this time, debt, financial, uh, you know, bondage and, you know, all of these things that you got to take care of. You know, last thing you need is, is to be chasing your desires and instead of being spirit-led, okay? So I just wanted to give you all this word on this beautiful Monday. Amen. <laughs> and I just love you all so much. And that's why I try my, my best and my hardest to be very as bold as I can be when I get on here. As confident as I can be to give you all what thus says the Lord. And not worry about backlash. You can't. You just got to go forth and know, as it says in the word, that he will feed you the words to say. Okay? So I love you all so much, BC family. And I just wanted to encourage you all with that word to continue to live by the power of God's spirit. Okay? So that you can have a life of peace and life abundantly. Amen. So until next time, BC family, stay great, blessed and prosperous.